Welcome to another podcast. Lou and Al here at Triple M. Last day of the first school term for the border. Just about to kick into school holidays. Oh, I know. Kids love it, don't they? They oh, do. Man, I can remember how much I loved school holidays when I was a kid, especially Christmas holidays because that was so fun. Oh, yeah. You felt like you just had an ice age before you got back to school, which was good. Uh, did you have the case, though, where mum and dad would ship you off to the grandparents for as long as they could? No. Oh, because no, my grandparents lived in Italy. so um... Not the cheapest thing to do to send <laughs> Lou over there just to have a couple of See, weeks. I, I, probably, I would have really enjoyed that. Hanging out in Sicily and a, yeah. an Abruzzi and just, you know, living it up. That would have been awesome. It would have been very nice, but okay. no, it didn't happen. Ah. Um, no, but I, the only thing I do remember is um, there were no, not many kids in our suburb. Okay. And so the neighbours, so my friend Sue, who used to live next door, they had a house at the Gold Coast. So they used to go to the beach for holidays. And then I'd be like bored out of my brain because I was the only other kid in the suburb. Hanging out in the backyard, looking at the grass, thinking, (laughs) what am I going to do? Being sad. Here. Hopefully you're having a better school holidays uh, coming up than. Then lose sad, tragic past there. But yeah, no, I used, we used to get uh, You've shipped triggered off, me now. <laughs> sorry I asked. Shipped off to the grandparents. And of course, the, the grandparents would, you know, the first day that we were there, take us out to the nearest toy store. We'd hire some video games. Fun. And we'd just have the best time ever. Because, you know, grandparents spoil you rotten. You've got, you know, Coke spiders and bowls of lolly. And it was the only time, Lou, that you were invited to have sugar on your cereal. Oh, get out. Yep. You could have a teaspoon of sugar on your cereal. It wasn't a thing in my house, but when you were at, uh, at Jody and Poppy's, the grandparents, you could have sugar on your cereal. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so cute. So shout out if that's how you're having breakfast for the next couple of weeks, kids, uh, across the border region. We're getting into a few things from across the week, starting off with our big chat, a guy that you and I both admire, a bit of Oz music royalty, in Ross Wilson. Oh, yeah. He's been around forever and a day, and he's still going and sounding amazing. Hey, great to hear from you. The last two years, obviously, have been um, very, very different for people that are used to touring and and performing all the time. Some say positive, some say negative. How was the whole experience for you? Well, it started out quite positive because it was like, ah, I can have a rest for a while. Yeah. We we didn't expect it to have like six lockdowns. We just thought that'd be be one or two, you know. So it uh, it started to get a bit stressful uh, financially, I must say. And, uh, you know, but I wasn't the only one in in that boat. So, you know, we all had to pull together and and try to get through it. And then we had a few little windows of opportunity where it opened up again and then we got slammed shut. So it's just wonderful to be back on the road and know that we can be out doing it again. I mean, it's terrible that there are still so many cases of COVID around, but at least we're all vaccinated, so it's not that bad. What was the feeling like after such a downtime, the first time you were back on stage, where did it all come flooding back? Did you think, yeah, I'm home again? Yeah, yeah, it is like uh, getting back on the bike. But uh, the thing is, I've got, I think every, all the, all the guys I play with, you know, they're just so, so gr- happy to be back on the road. The band's like firing like you wouldn't believe. We just did a couple of gigs up in New South Wales and it was just wonderful, you know, and people, people jumping around the room and having a great time. It was, uh, it's probably better than it was before, I think. I mean, my band is just, like, incredible at the moment. This Sunday, you're going to be performing live at Buller Wines. Now, I don't yeah. know about you, but I love the atmosphere of these kind of um, outdoor gigs. Just the fact that they're kind yeah. of calm but excited at the same time. It's just a great way to hear live music. Yeah, out, out in the fresh air and, you know, have food, food, wine and music. Yeah. What's mm. not to like, you know? It's, like, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great to be up there. It's a great part of the world. And I've been there many times, uh, you know, various wineries up there. This time it's Buller Wines and uh, we're keeping it, you know, it's not 
it's not too big. It's not like a big over-the-top thing with thousands and thousands of people. There'll be about four or 500, I think, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Now, Ross, with both Daddy Cool and Mondo Rock, you are talking just hits that have spanned generations. Yeah. How do you decide on the, the lineup of when you play various songs? I mean, you've got Eagle Rock, which I know every time you start that up, the crowd just goes absolutely bananas. Do you save that till last? Do you hit them early with it? Do you, you no, think... I, I save it till last because we're in the 50th, it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Eagle Rock coming out. It came out in May 1971, so we're still in that. 12 month you know the year of eagle rock and uh we build up the show towards that and and uh, but you get here all the other stuff as well so it's a little bit like going on a little bit of a trip you know you kind yep. of start off start off even pre-daddy cool i play like a pre-daddy cool song oh wicked. You know, one or two of those actually and uh then you you know we do a bit of daddy cool we do some on the rock solo stuff i've got plenty of that well it sounds like it is going to be an absolutely amazing show um weather's set to be good uh, which is yeah. a bonus yeah, for, yeah. for an outdoor yeah, show. Yeah, I'm that at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> you really We're just need up to. Just in New South Wales over the weekend. It's still pretty soggy up there. Oh, is but it? The ever? other thing about um, the show at Rutherglen, it's called Ross Wilson's Cool World, and so we've got special guests, and it's not. It's just my band. But we've also got the Bad Luck. Oh, you know, excellent! And, that, and, yep. a, and a brand new band featuring the guitarist that plays with me. He's got this uh, side project called King Canyon. James Ryan and and uh, Jimmy Couples, and so they they're on the bill. And a, and a local bloke too. I can't remember his name, but we always try to pick up a local to open the show and sort of keep the music, local music, uh, afloat as well. That'll be Patrick Russell. Patrick Russell. There you go. What a massive afternoon this is coming up. And just on the case of the Bad Loves, of course, one of the big hits that they had was the Wait, which they teamed up with Barnsley. Do you join yeah. them for the Wait when they play? I have done that. I yep. have done that. I'm not sure if I'll do it this week, but it's not a bad idea. There you go. If it happens, you can thank Al. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) Ross Wilson, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. Australian music royalty, and we really appreciate your time. Can't wait to see you this Sunday at Buller Wines. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you there. Getting into uh, those superstars we reckon should unretire. Because, of course, um, Tiger Woods... Yep. is uh, going to be playing at the Masters, so the US Masters. Practicing at the um, moment yeah. after I had... I think it starts today, yeah. doesn't it, the Masters? Yeah, so he's been he's been sort of getting trying to get back into form and apparently going very very well, but there's been some debate. He had a car accident a few months ago, a pretty serious accident. Really serious. And he needs to he he can't really walk properly. He can play, but he needs a cart to get around. The Masters rules say, no, you've got to walk. Mm. So a bit of a contentious issue there. But there's a fantastic example of a sporting superstar unretiring and, and getting back oh, into it. And everyone would love to see Tiger play again. I mean, he's like the virtuoso of golf. Absolutely. So. Uh, closer to home, Lauren Jackson. Getting back on court, good to go for the Lady Bandits. I oh, know. This is very exciting. Um, it's happening Saturday night, the first game. Uh, for the women's team of the Bandits at Lauren Jackson Sports Centre. At her sports centre, yep. Playing at your own sports centre. Up against the Illawarra Hawks, so bring that on. She is literally the greatest Australian basketballer of all time. Yep. The GOAT. And and she's coming back to play here locally on Saturday night. I mean, what a treat for us to see. Yeah. Now, we've had a bit of a think about it. Uh, Nominating people you'd like to unretire, who did you come up with? Um, Bjorn Borg. Oh, tennis great! <laughs> I loved watching Bjorn Borg play, yep. the Ice Borg, as they used to call him, because <laughs> he, um, he just was emotionless. I think I saw him get emotional 
I reckon it was a Wimbledon win that he had where he actually kind of cracked a smile and got a little bit emotional. But um, fantastic tennis player. Yep. Brilliant. I'd oh, love to see him play again. Just go around, even just having a friendly hit to hit with him. Yeah. What that about is, you? Well, I had a big think about this, and if he hadn't had that horrific accident, the skiing accident, I would have said Michael Schumacher back to oh, Formula One, one of yes. the greatest drivers in the world. Uh, again, like Tiger, a spectacle of his field. People just flocked yeah. to see Michael so do what he did. Uh, I thought, okay, you know, obviously he's still recovering, so he's not going to get behind the wheel ever again. No. That's not, that's not going to happen. I thought about footy, and there are plenty of, of uh, AFL greats that you would love to see around. You and I were chatting about Jason Ackermanis. Uh, you know, so, I mean, look, love him or hate him, Jason Ackermanis was a brilliant footballer. Certainly was. Uh, polarising, but gun player. Oh, incredible. Wayne Carey. Also, the duck. Also, brilliant. absolutely another great. The one I'm nominating though, because I have met this guy, lovely bloke in real life. I have seen him play and destroy teams out there. Uh, the little master himself, Gaz Gary Ablett Jr. Oh yeah. Because not because I'm a Geelong fan. I'm not. I go for the Tigers, and I have done for a very, very long time. But just seeing him weave his magic, what an absolute great on the yeah. field, and I'd love to see him do that again. There you go. Craig from Albury, who needs to unretire? Casey Stoner. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Gosh, brilliant on the motorbike. I'd love to watch him riding that Ducati again. Yeah, gosh, incredible. Mm. That, you know, watching um, motorbike racing always, it just makes me feel a little bit nervous all the time. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely daredevils, aren't they? They really are. It blows my mind how close they get to the ground. Like, their knees scraping on the ground as they corner. They must be wearing through pads each and every race. I reckon. That's right. And travelling yeah. over 200 mile an hour. Oh, and when man. and sometimes you watch that footage of when they come up and just how fortunate they are. They're either sliding on their back or on their knees. That's high speed. They're quick cat-like reflexes to do that. No yeah. wonder they're brilliant at what they do. Yeah. Second nature then, fellas. Number one sportsman, that's what I reckon anyway, those bike riders. Yep. Yeah, Casey Stoner you. needs to make a comeback, Craig. He does. Love it, Craig. Thanks for Great. the call. Good morning to Norm from Burr and Buttock. How are you, Norm? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Who needs to unretire? I reckon Les Boyd, Manly, rugby league player. So when was the last time you saw him in action, Norm? It was a Western Manly game. It was when they used to have the all-ins, and he wouldn't take a backward step. He was a wrecking ball. He had legs on like tree trunks. <laughs> and that's what you want <laughs> oh, to see. those were the days, Norm, the all-ins. <laughs> But Manly and West, Western Suburbs, before they joined with the Tigers, was bloodbath. It was just <laughs> pure hatred between two clubs. Oh, good suggestion, Norm. Oh, Thanks for the call this morning. Thank you, and you take care and have a safe day. We certainly will. Thank you so much. Uh, you've actually located uh, this rugby player. I have. I've uh, checked out Les Boyd uh, back in the days, right? Uh, yep. Norm was right. He did have a very large thighs, obviously, <laughs> a bit of a powerhouse on the... Well, a lot of rugby players of rugby league players have got big thighs. Yep. Um, look, he he probably needs a little bit of fitness work if he's going to get back on the on the field now. He mm. is sixty five, so okay, not probably likely, not going to lace up the boots again. But I love the sentiment. So, look, though. yeah, Norm would like to see him get back uh, through our text line as well. One oh four eight one six one one oh five seven. Thanks to Metricon. William said Michael Doohan. Absolute legend. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, g'day, guys. I'd like to see Pat Rafter return. True gentleman and sportsman of the game. Good suggestion. Matt from Jindra, 13353. Who needs to come back, Matty? Who do you reckon? It's got to be 
Tiny Lockett. Tony Lockett. Tony Lockett. What a great. One of the best forwards in the game. Yeah. Good well, su- was the best forward in the game, I guess. Good suggestion. And I, I reckon you would have just been having the best time ever when he kicked his 1,000th goal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm a Swan supporter, so I've had two now. <laughs> oh, yeah, body, I know. Yeah. Pretty good, isn't it? Do you reckon he'd? Um, do you reckon he'd be able to mix it with the game these days? It's slightly different. Oh, look, I yeah, I, I highly doubt it, but <laughs> I think he'd be a bit of a force out there. So that's the podcast for today. We are going to be back on your radio and listener app before you know it. Still, amazingly. All the times we've done this, that free money minute, that $1,000 hasn't gone off, but it's got to go off soon, Lou. Yeah, you haven't given it away yet, have I'm you? I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. But it's not like I can uh, accidentally go, oh, by the way, number six is true. Not allowed to do that. No, it'd be a little obvious. Yeah. If you can figure out a way to do it, go hard. If, I, if you hear me making <laughs> weird noises during every question, that's the, the true answer. But we'll and see how that noise. goes. Yeah. Uh, we are back on your radio. Weekdays from six. We'll chat to you then. Lou and Al, this is Triple M. Triple <laughs> M.